What's up, Dan? What's going on? I don't know. Every time I do see on my little bottom tracker on ESPN that Rutgers basketball is ranked, it just shocks me every single time. Yeah, they really bounced back since the Mike Rice days. It's just – it's supposed to be Buckers. They're not supposed to be good. But I guess it makes me feel a little bit better that Wisconsin lost to them this year. Yeah. But, I mean, you remember that story, though, the Mike Rice story. Um, no, I probably refreshed the audience. I mean, all right. So this was, I don't know how this had to be like six, seven, maybe even longer years ago that Mike Rice was like their old, I don't know if he was their head coach or assistant. I think he was their head coach for basketball. And there was a video of him just whipping basketballs at the players. I know the video. I didn't know that was Rutgers. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that was Rutgers. I have no clue how long Benny is going to take here. So, yeah, guys, uh, Benny's on this episode. We're going to be talking about a lot of bulls. And then I guess we can get this started, so we have to keep waiting for Benny. Derek Jeter should not be, like, a first ballot Hall of Famer. He should be a first ballot Hall of Famer. He shouldn't be a unanimous Hall of Famer, but he should be a first ballot. My issue like with saying first ballot, though, is, like, I was telling Matt about this yesterday. Matt will not be on the show. He's a lot of homework. Um I don't like how Larry Walker went from, I think it was like 15% his first year to end up getting to the 76% on his final year on the ballot. What did he do in retirement that got him 60% better? Well, because he's facing up against other all-time greats that are going on the ballot. But 60% better, maybe a little bit, but I don't know. It seems ridiculous to me that big of a jump. Like, if you think he's a Hall of Famer on year 10, like, if he's that borderline, like, more people, I, would, I don't know. I just don't like the steady increment. Like, oh, he's not a first ballot guy, but he's like well, a fourth ballot guy. But I don't. The, the thing is, if you look back at the past classes, you'd be like, all right, these players probably deserved it over Larry Walker. Like, you see, like, Ken Griffey Jr., Greg Maddox, all down, Frank Thomas. There we go. Hey there, yeah. Benny. But Larry Walker had a Hall of Fame career. No, I agree. Larry Walker should be a Hall of Famer. But it's when these people have very low and then they start to build them up. Like, if. If you think they're a Hall of Famer then, then they are. If you don't think they're a Hall of Famer then, I don't know what you see that changes your mind. Because he, cause he's going up against a class. Like, it'll, it'll just be a bad class. I know it was 10 times. I know it's a bad it's class. A bad but, example, but, but having it be like – I think having it 10 years is fair. I think it's fair, but like most people get – you can put as many as 10 people on your ballot. Most people don't even use all 10 spots. But I don't want to dis- like argue about that bigger and – Waste some of that, but just Derek Jeter, all he did was just get hits. Yes, he had an average of three ten over his career. I don't think that's Hall of Fame worthy. Just being a very good slap hitter. I like, I, I think it is. Three ten batting average is over a, a twenty year career is pretty remarkable. It's it's pretty good. I don't think it's Hall of Fame worthy. Why? Because he played subpar defense. Didn't swing the ball for like. Any pop, it was just single. His OPS sucks. He's still six all time in hits, but he played for. I just don't think like and there's, that, okay. There's players that played longer than him that didn't get that many hits either. That that still get make the Hall of Fame. I agree, but most of those other players, like I don't have the list in front of me, the career hits list. Nearly all those players can do something else. Maybe they were also a Gold Glove defender. Maybe they, I don't know, because I. Just I don't think he did enough, and I I know he won five rings. I don't put championships when it comes to the Hall of Fame just because I think it's a singular award and singularity. You don't win championships; it's a team effort. Um, it, okay, but they're, they're getting there because he's the best. He was the best player on the team besides A Rod for a few of the years. 
the first the three peat that they had, he was batting like seventh, eighth, and ninth in the order. Like he was not anything on those teams. He was a young guy that made that pretty sweet play. You gotta, you gotta make, you gotta go a long way to make the argument that Derek Jeter is not a Hall of Famer. I just, I think the Hall of Fame should have a higher standard than Derek Jeter. I, because I, what, what is, what's the standard then? If, if three ten over a lifetime. My main thing is, if he plays for the Oakland A's, no one gives a shit about Derek Jeter. So yeah, that guy was pretty good, but he's still a first ballot if he plays for the A's. I don't think he is. I think it's all the. I think it's that New York media, and I think it's the New York bias, and playing for the Yankees. Even if he played for the he's, Mets, he, he's six all time in hits, hitting the baseball. Like that's one of your main goals of stepping up to the plate is hitting the baseball and getting on base. Yeah, and he's very good at that. He didn't do anything else that great. He was. He wasn't just very good. He was one of the best to ever do it. Because he did that, that, that thing for twenty years. Like he didn't get hurt until the end of his career and like that's good that's worthy like you want a player that's durable but he's just padding stats at the end what do you mean just padding stats he's productive oh the last few years of Derek Jeter were not productive the last like couple but still it's if you look at every other player the last three years of their career oh they weren't that productive it's just padding their stats who cares there's things that he was still he still got the hits it wasn't like wasn't like, oh, we're just going to put, you know, an extra 100 hits on a Derek Jeter's career. I don't know. I guess we're not going to be changing each other's minds. That was my because big Because your, like, your mind is absolutely dumb. Maybe on this it is. It is. It's very. And it's also a little bit of resentment for Bonds not getting in, and it makes me very mad. That's, that's what I think this is about with you having this take. I don't think you – really don't think that Derek Jeter is an all-famer. I think you just want Bonds in there so badly. I do want Bonds in there so badly. And it makes Which is me fine, upset. That, but that's a different argument, Jake. But it makes me upset when I see these other guys that are half the player Barry Bonds was get in. It makes me a little upset. Well, maybe you shouldn't have taken steroids. Hey, he never tested positive on a drug test. I mean, alright. <laughs> just saying. But... I, I, I'm also on the I'm on, I'm on the Bonds train with you, but it, uh-huh. it does not discount what Derek Jeter did during his career. I guess not. I I will admit I've come out a little too hot. Maybe he should be a fringe Hall of Fame guy in my like. Not a, I don't think no, he's, he's a first ballot guy, Jake. I don't not a not a ninety seven percent, but he's a first ballot guy. I think he's a fringe guy. He you have to do something more than just one good thing for me to be like. No doubt, first ballot, dude. Five, five rings. I told five you, five rings, five That's... silver sluggers, five gold gloves, fourteen All Star appearances. Also, the Golden Glove stats for Jeter are such bullshit. Like he's not a good defender. Like that it's... is just a popularity contest. They don't give the gold. The the, the fans don't vote on a on a fucking. I know, but the writers ball. do. Yeah, I mean, the writers still – I mean, they gave Adam Engel a gold glove last year. You think he's very popular? No, but the stats are a lot better now. All right, let's go. These are for his golden glove years, his fielding percentage. 97, 97, 97. Or I guess I'll get – because it all comes down to the to the uh, thousandth degree when it comes to the decimal. 0.971 in 2003, 0.972, 0.972, 0.97 in 2006. 
0.97 again in 2007. Where would that rank him all time? Because it's very consistent with his career fielding. Now let's go on baseball reference. Do, 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 do. Oh, fuck, where is it? What if I would do? Hold on, but he's also one, he's also one, he was a phenom in the postseason. He also hit over 300 in the postseason. He's really clutch. Yeah, he's a clutch guy. So is David Freeze. He's clutch. Yeah, but David Freeze did it for one postseason. I have. Eric Jeter's been to many. He's a career 976 fielder which would be 42nd all-time at shortstop. So his gold glove years were below his average fielding percentage, which is mid-40s level. But 42nd of all time in fielding percentage as a shortstop. Just shortstop. Of all, uh, but 42nd of all time, that's like saying he's like a scrub. It. It like, it's like saying he's like Starlin Casher in the early years with the Cubs. Just I, I have a hard time believing that this guy is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Why? I know he's not – like, you don't have to be a power hitter to be a Hall of Famer. But he didn't do anything else besides get hits. Yes, getting hits is important in baseball. It is very important. But they're just singles. They're just singles. Wade Boggs hit singles. Tony Gwynn hit singles. Tony Gwynn also played gold glove defense, like actual gold glove defense. Did I hear Daniel say that getting hits in baseball is important? Yes, you did, man. Get back in your room. Do your homework. Get out of here. Sorry, I, I sorry I have to explain that to Jay. I I understand that. I want someone that drives the baseball that creates runs. Okay, and Jeter is eleventh all time in runs because he Run played scored. for twenty years on some of the best teams ever. Of course, he's gonna get driven. Yeah, in. but you've got to get on base to get those runs. I know. But runs is not a reliable individual stat. Runs is a team stat. Get it? I know it's a team stat, but if you're help, you're helping out. He was helping on his team by getting on base. Okay, I guess so. Maybe he is. And I, I am the more that I'm thinking about this take is coming more out of anger and bonds. I've always that's, been. That's, down that's what on... I knew. This what came down to. I, I like because it's so dumb. I've always been lower on Jeter than most, but I would have come out with this take if Bonds also was already in the Hall of Fame. I probably would not have cared at all. No, I, I agree. Like there there have been better players during our generation than Derek Jeter. I, I, I realize that. But saying Derek Jeter is not a first ballot Hall of Famer is just wrong. Maybe. Hey Benny. Hello. <laughs> You're not a big are you a big baseball guy, like whole MLB, or to just the Cubs? Nah, just the Cubs. I mean, like, I know a little bit on it, but, like, to my friends who are going to probably be listening, like, they're just going to tell me I'm an idiot. And I don't, like, know that much. So, like, I don't know. I bet on it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, betting baseball's the worst. Honestly, while you guys were talking, I was, like, having a mini panic attack because, like, all of my bets are going to shit right now, and I'm very fucking, like, who are you on right I'm now? on edge. Um, I got SLU, I got UMass, Georgia Tech, and uh, who just won? Syracuse just won. Shit. And I got I got Rutgers for the eight o'clock slate. There you go. Hey, we're talking about uh Buckers before you got on. How like they're actually good now. Yeah, I'll be honest. Kind of crazy. Yeah, I I'm be honest with you, and I'm not trying to like make this like a Barstool reference, but I like found this guy on Twitter. 
who like does strictly underdogs, and like he's been hot right oh, now. Put it in the group chat. Oh, you're on our Twitter. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to. I'll, get, well, I'll find it off you on Twitter. I'll find the guy. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I can um, do some wins. I'm not the board for me today. It's not looking too hot, but um, I got three. I got Cincinnati minus two and a half. They're up three with like a minute and a half left. Lakers plus eleven or minus eleven and a half. They're only up by seven. Then Wizards plus ten at the Heat. They're down by sixteen mm. at half. Not looking. Wait, you had who versus the Heat? Uh, Wizards. Why would you do that? I saw on Reddit someone posted that the underdog in that game has won like seven straight times. Has won against the spread. So, okay. okay. That's, that's, listen, you really messed up by going on Reddit Sportsbook and looking at the daily NBA thing. Oh, no, it wasn't the daily NBA. It was uh, r slash sports betting. Pretty, pretty good little. No, but yeah, but that's how you get to the NBA. Like, there's NBA daily discussion. Oh, okay. That's probably what you were on. I think it was just, uh, it was like a January 22nd thread, but, um, Mm. Yeah. How have you been doing recently, man? Making money, losing money recently. We haven't heard from you in a while, Benny. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been losing. I got a new bookie. Because you lost too much or what happened? Yeah, I just – I mean, the luck hadn't been going for a while. But, uh, yeah, so I thought maybe I should switch it up. <laughs> and, I mean, I started out really bad. Like, I was in, like, the red really bad. But I'm fighting back. I have a future for the Chiefs. So I'm debating if I should like, you know, hedge. Uh, hedge it. But the thing is, is like it's only like 150 bucks. So like, I don't know if I should hedge it. I mean, it's my birthday on the Super Bowl too, so I feel like I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna ride it and then just put like extra money on it. Wait, too. what? What, odds did, what? What? When did you get it at? Or like, when did you take it? Before the Texans game, so I was shitting my pants oh, like okay. the entire Texans game, like the first quarter. Um. I would say hedge just a bit because if the line gets – I think it's it opened at one and a half. But if it gets like two, two and a half, you'll probably get like plus 110, plus 115 on those odds. Yeah. I mean, I just checked recently. It's like minus one. Okay. Geez. So like what? Minus 120? If it's minus one, if you take Niners, 49, Niners money line, it'll probably be like even money. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I really don't know what they're going to do with Garoppolo. But I'm sure you guys are saving that for next week. We're doing week, like so an in-depth thing. But that. yeah, I don't want to really be all our picks because our standings are very close. I'm in the lead right now. I'm a game above Matt, and then Matt's a half a game above Danny. Or a game, or how was it? Seth? I think he's a half game above Danny. So it's gonna be between those two who has to sing the intro for in a couple episodes. But we can get into it a little bit. I just don't think Jimmy Garoppolo can really keep up with everyone. I know their defense is six. So I just want to. I'm just curious. I'm leaning. I have to figure out. Who I think is stronger, Casey's offense or San Fran's defense? Yeah, and I think that's what everyone's going to be fighting with too. Yeah, what like whatever decision they make, whatever decision they make, that's what they're going to find. Like no one's betting this game because of like the Chiefs' defense. Um, I mean, I don't think so. At least, um, I don't know, Daniel. I don't know, man. Frank Clark and all of them are pretty like scary. Oh, I think it's like D four since like week ten. The Chiefs have, like, a top-five defense in the league. They're not nearly as ferocious and fucking crazy as the Niners' defense is, but they're, they've are they been pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah. Dan, I don't know if you want to reveal or give any tips or anything because you and Matt's bets will, will I, matter. Yeah, I want to wait till next week. All right, sounds good. Uh, I want to 
I feel bad right now because I, like I said, have Cincinnati minus two and a half. They're up five. This game has been horribly refereed in favor of Cincinnati, and I feel a little dirty. But that's all. You know what? My roommate's a Cincinnati fan, and uh, you know what? Like, they always end up just giving it away at the end. So. What the fuck? It refs or not, <laughs> so be ready. Benny, I have a question. And this is yeah. from not being a Bulls fan. Um, my Lakers are atop the West. The Bulls are three and a half games out of the eighth seed. Like, what the fuck? Is this just a, a principle of the East being so bad, which I think it is? Or the Bulls, like, do they have some hope? I mean, you're talking to the wrong guy because I always think that there's hope. Yeah. I also bet with my friend, too, that they would win over 32 games. And it's looking okay well, right they're... now, considering we're always the hottest team post-All-Star break. Uh-huh. They're 16-29 and 29 right now, 13-under, but only three and a half games back. So there's there's not really much room to go down. Yeah, and the East is bad yeah. to answer your first question. Like, they're very, very bad. They're, so, I mean, I don't know how you want to take it's that. A, it's a very weird drop-off because the top six, pretty good. Like, the Pacers are the 60 at 28 and 16. And then you have a big drop off to the Magic, twenty one and twenty three. So at, besides those sixteen, it is just basically a big heap of trash. Um, well, honestly, like I think the Magic are like a scary team. Like their record doesn't reflect it, but like you saw them walk into the Staples Center and and take down the Lakers. So that was pretty impressive. Uh-huh. I don't know. I I think I think a lot of these records don't represent what the like reality is for them like except for the nets the nets at 18 and 24 for the eight seed is pretty bad but like once you start going seven and up the pacers are getting all back soon if not they've already had him back and i don't know then we talked to 76ers celtics raptors heat bucks all playing really good basketball i think the eastern conference playoffs would be very fun to watch like the first round usually is never good it's usually a good series or two but once you get to that second round i think all those semifinal or like i guess the quarterfinal games will all be Pretty solid. Like they seem like they'll be pretty good matchups. Um, but what have you liked from this Bulls team so far this year? Like, get, let's get some positives here first. Um, I mean Zach Levine's balling. You can't really can't deny that. I don't know if he's all star worthy. I only think that he's getting that push because of uh, like it being in Chicago. Uh, mm. But um, yeah, I just like that he's been balling. He's um, fifth in the league in total I, points now, right? Something yeah, like that. Right. I know he's averaging some crazy stat, like 28 a game. Yeah. And usually that's, like, really high, but then you have people like James Harden who are putting up damn near 40 every night. So, of course, that's going to get shadowed. Mm-hmm. And Houston's always in the spotlight. Like, teams like that and the Bulls have been kind of not in there ever since Jimmy Butler got traded. Yeah. But would you – what would you say right now? Would you rather have them try and go maybe trade trade a few, like maybe a, a piece or two or a second-round pick and try and get some extra pieces and make a push for that 8-7 seed? Or what? Like, what is your hindsight going through the rest of the year, your mindset? I don't know if this is going to throw you guys off or not, but I actually think that they should trade Zach Levine. I've heard and I've heard the reason why – but I don't like I don't like that Lakers deal because you get Kuzma and then you get Danny Green and some fucking no name. I think that's stupid. But say we trade for like I don't know like Atlanta or something like that because I think Atlanta would be a good place to send him because <clears throat> you give another person off ball with Trey. Um, and I think we can get some young pieces off of them too. 
Um, I don't know. I think that's really just my hot take for that. I, that's what I could see them doing or I want them to do because I don't really want them making the playoffs. It's just going to be a shit show. And Boylan's an idiot. You don't want to see Egghead on national TV four games? Hell no. Maybe five games? His his facial expressions are so stupid. I mean, no matter what, if the Bulls got there, they're, they're playing four games. They're going to play the box. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of a – right, sorry, just, it may come down to a last-second uh, backdoor cover from Temple, so I'm just hoping not. Um, trying to think. Sorry, I'm getting distracted, guys. Matt usually is here to, like, click my attention off the TV, but he's doing homework. Um, fuck. Dan, do you have any questions for Benny? Um, I'm sorry to throw you on the spot as well. No, it's so, fine. All right. I'll, I'll just throw one out there. Uh, what, what do you think about our, our guy Derrick Rose making the, uh, the not just the All Star game, but he 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 did qualify for the Skills Challenge, and they're saying he's probably gonna be an All Star. Yeah, I mean, I'm the biggest Derrick Rose fan there is. Uh, I'm happy to see that happening. He's Hopefully, he can win. Yeah, I mean, he's been playing good. The only thing that kind of scares me is that like. You know how he gets, like, at this point of the year, his body starts mm-hmm. to break down. So, hopefully, like, those minutes he's been playing are, you know, kept the wear and tear off of his body. But we'll see. Like, I'm very interested to see what the Pistons are going to do with him because I've been seeing his name in a lot of yeah, trade talks to the Lakers. Lakers. And and I think if he goes to the Lakers, it'll kind of just defeat the whole purpose of, like, I don't know why he came to Detroit. Like, I thought the whole point was just to, you know – like guide those young players, so them getting rid of him but would no, be kind of stupid. Yeah, but I, I don't know who the Lakers are going to give up. Like, they're not trading Kuzma for him, and you're not going to give. They're not going to take Rondo. What other young players can the Lakers possibly give? I don't up? think that even Derrick Rose is a good fit for LA. Just because watching their games, the only thing I think they need is like a guard who can score for himself. Because when they do take LeBron out. And even if they have AD on the floor, like, the ball is not in anyone's hands. Like, them, like, oh, yeah. Like, they're good. They're going to get their own shot. They're going to be able to score on themselves. Like, Kyle Kuzma can do that kind of, but he's not a guard. Like, he's not going to have the ball in his hand most of the time. D. Rose is putting up close to 20 a game. I I want someone that can rely more to score on. I don't trust D. Rose. Who do you have in mind? Like, I'm fine with them kind of, like, basically trading – most of their depth and their depth has been one of their strong suits, but um, going out and trying to get Bradley Beal, whatever it costs. Yeah, he's a scoring machine too. Like he may he may play no defense, and it's going to cost you probably Kuzma, Danny Green, and like a first. But I'm fine with it. I think Bradley Beal kind of makes this team unstoppable because that's the one thing they have when they when they do face the Clippers, they just go like a five-minute stretch where they turn the ball over a couple times. They don't score at all. And it's like LeBron and AD miss a few shots. And then, like, oh, shit, we're down 10. Like, oh, oh, boy. Yeah. Um, that's really it. I thought – I don't know. I'm trying to think of other things to talk about. This is a pretty short episode so far. Marquette's, like, Marquette's on a roll. Are they? Well, no, they won three in a row against – well, kind of on a roll. They'll see against Baller on Friday, but one and three in a row is huge. After start, They started out – Really poorly in the Big East. Uh huh. I don't know. Um, do, you said they play Friday, right? They play Friday night at Butler, which that'll be that'll be a really big test for this team. Well, that should be like that would be a good game if I if Matt was coming up with me. 
we'd have both sides there. Um, yeah. To, yeah, you got Marquette's doing good. Wisconsin, Micah Porter came back. Benny, do you have a – besides Layla, do you have like a college team you root for or just – well, it used to be UConn, but they haven't been good for a while. So, um, I guess a team that I like to watch, um, this is going to sound kind of crazy, but I like the way Western Carolina played. Uh, I was watching them against Furman. I feel like that's a team that, like, sneaks in to the tournament and just causes havoc. Yeah. Uh, Western Carolina? Western so Carolina, so yeah. Furman. Well, they don't cause havoc, but they're always in there. Yeah, they're they're feisty team too. Um, well, this is another team that I like watching. But that's that's a, that's out of nowhere though. Like, what do you, <laughs> what do you just bet on them a couple times? Yeah, that's part of the reason why I love them. They were thirteen and a half dogs, and they were like making it a game. I think they only lost by two. If not, they won something like that a couple nights ago. Ouch. Um, Dayton, Dayton, they look like uh, they could be like Florida Gulf Coast this year. Dayton, they're not like Florida Gulf Coast. Florida Gulf Coast is a 15. Dayton might be like a two seed in the tournament. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm talking about the way yeah. they play. They just look like they're flying around the whole time, which is awesome. Oh, here's a team. Once tournament time comes around, do not be tricked that they are really good. San Diego State is good, but they're like peak at Sweet 16 good. That's that's I. When you when you said that phrase, like don't think that they're good, I knew you were gonna say San Diego State. I watched them last night against Wyoming, and they end up winning by twenty, and the line was twenty two and a half. Um, they're just they're not athletically better than anyone. They're just like, yeah, we're gonna play good defense, uh, fundamentally sound. We're gonna get the baskets we should, but that's really it. So I, hate, they face I hate a, te- I hate teams like that in the tournament that like play nobody, steamroll everybody they play. Like like San Diego State, uh, St. Mary's. Gonzaga, Gonzaga is of late but though. Gonzaga is like, a natural program, but to say, I, I'm always wary about taking Gonzaga in games because I know they don't play anybody. Because it might just be because last year they had Hashimura, so it's like I knew he was really good. But every year Gonzaga is always a mystery, no matter how good the record looks. Yeah, you don't know what they're gonna do in the tournament. Like you're not learning anything from when they ship pump like Western Pacific by yeah. thirty points, or, or they just like beat Pepperdine by like fifty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> isn't Pepperdine pretty good this year too? Isn't that always their competition? Their competition. Is or no, I'm I think St. Mary's. St. Mary's. Mary's. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know. This tournament I think is gonna be very wild. Like there's oh, it's, no. It's gonna be. It's gonna be absolute chaos. It's gonna be probably shit. Like there, it's. Probably gonna have the lowest like rating tournament in a while because I don't know like what team motivates people to watch that much. Like you'll have your diehards, but I don't think anyone else is like tuning in for big games. But um, I don't know. I really got nothing else for this episode unless someone wants to bring something up to the table. Um, what are we gonna do? Or I guess what are you guys gonna do betting wise once the football season's over? It's the issue we faced last time, and you would think after a year of thinking we'd have uh, found a solution. I don't think we have. I think we should do baseball. I I always I always like college hoops. College hoops is I mean college. Yeah, once because I know once tournament time came, me and Dan were big on college hoops. It was more of our Twitter was with the just instead of like doing an episode every couple of days. Usually, um, yeah, usually when college hoops and maybe like a little bit of NBA playoffs, so I'll dabble with. But usually when the college hoops season ends, that's where I take my little uh, my vacay from from gambling. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Once the tournament comes- I mean, I'm down for that. 
if you guys want me on for that, I would love that because I think that would be fun. Oh, to do. when we do our NCAA preview episode, you'll you can be on. It was a fun time last time because Matt knows as Matt's in the kitchen. Matt really doesn't know much about college basketball, but he record wise was basically right up there with us. Why? Because gambling is stupid, and at the same time, anyone has a fifty percent chance of being right on any pick. That's um, very true. That's really all I got. But that's a preview, I guess, to the future a little bit. Um, good luck betting, guys. Uh, we'll see you next week for our Super Bowl preview. See you. Uh, see you.